0: This is Retirement Talk, I'm Del Lowry. How many ways are there to cross a river? Taking a road trip also presents an endless variety of choices. In the last podcast, I talked about our present plan to venture out on the highway in the fall. I am now in my eighth decade, and perhaps that plays a role in our method of travel. Since retiring, we have used a wide variety of ways in which to take a road trip. They all had their unique qualities. Perhaps age has something to do with the way we travel today. Here are several examples. Two days after we retired, we flew from Anchorage to Seattle and picked up an old BMW motorcycle we had shipped down earlier. We had never taken a motorcycle trip. And this was what we chose as an inaugural to retirement. We had panniers stuffed with a few clothes and an orange canvas bag, strapped to the back of the bike. We were riding two up as we headed out for the Oregon coast. Brenda had booked B and Bs all the way to Palo Alto, every two or three hundred miles. We dressed in leather every day, ate huge breakfasts. For which b and are famous. We were on the road each day by 10 a.m. After a casual lunch we always found some grassier, sandy beach for a nap. Then it was another 50 to 100 miles to a coffee shop. A short ride and an early evening found us at another B&B. They were always too fancy for me but she liked them. A little fluff To counter the leather and iron. This method of travel is so much fun, especially along a coast road or in twisty mountain country. If you have time and the inclination for an exciting road trip, this is a great way to travel. The limited storage area simplifies your life and the wind and weather rejuvenate your soul. After riding along the coast into California, we returned a week or two later, and I threw away my ticket to fly back to Alaska. Brenda boarded the plane alone, and I headed north without a map or a plan, other than eventually getting back to Alaska. It was the first of four motorcycle trips on the Alaskan Highway. I know some retired folks dream of this type of trip, And i would strongly encourage it all you need is a motorcycle and a credit card restaurants and lodging are all along the way the road is nothing like it was in the old days it is paved and generally good plus there are few stop signs and seemingly endless miles of mountains valleys rivers and lakes it is long enough That you can get into the zone, so to speak, and just be. Road trips on the motorcycle gradually evolved into several road trips with the motorcycle and the car. Brenda would dive the car with the dog and my guitar. She rode in complete comfort. I stayed on the bike. We followed one or the other and even took a tent and sleeping bags. This was also a great way to travel. We could stop at a hotel, motel, or a campground. She enjoyed the solitude and comfort of the car, and I enjoyed the outdoor experience that only happens on a cycle. We roamed and rambled across the West, Midwest, and to Alaska several times this way. Fond memories. If you have been considering doing something different but have varied opinions This may be just what you're looking for. Then there were several road trips in a VW van. They were fun. We could stay in campgrounds or feel right at home in city driving. It seemed to always be tempered by a breakdown of some sort or another. The van had such a mystique about it that we still have fond memories. For the last 15 years or so, we've adopted the sedan, or SUV, and a good bike rack. We try to always go a bit slower than we did the time before. We have some friends that have the opposite attitude. They put on the miles, and then enjoy time wherever their destination might be. We're always amazed when they talk about how far they drove that day, 800 miles in one day, or even more. We can't imagine. We like to think in terms of 300 mile days. And if we can, we will cut that back to 250 or even 200. The old bush pilot's words took permanent root in my mind. No need to rush life. And of course, there is the RV method of taking to the open road. Of this, I have little to no knowledge. I know people that love it. Friends tell me it is great to sleep in their own bed each night and eat at their own table each evening. They also love the camaraderie they find in the campgrounds. They meet people from all over the country or the world in these parks or campgrounds. They also love the remote campgrounds in which they can camp and get away from it all. They also tell me that it is not a way to travel on the cheap. I have been told it is more expensive than staying in a hotel each night and eating in restaurants. I guess the rig costs tens of thousands, then there's gas, insurance, maintenance, and camping fees. There are probably other costs of which I'm not familiar. Though we have never gone the RV route, there must be a lot of positive reasons to do so. There are millions of them out there. If you love this mode of transportation for a road trip, I would love to hear from you. Others would probably love to hear your story also. Remember, I'm not trying to talk you into one way of road tripping or another. I just want to stimulate thinking about various ways to go. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.